On this episode of Gas Station Cappuccino, Dean and Danny discuss a new product coming out this week, Dean's new training regimen, and Billy the Singing Bass. Welcome to Gas Stage Cappuccino by Caffeine and Kilos. We have a different show today, different setup, unexpected. Uh, oh. the, w- the window's open. Oh yeah, now Changes. we can see some of uh... all the. We see all the <coughs> mom mobiles parked in the parking lot there. That's right. The sedans, sedans in the United States, uh, just going by the wayside. Like the sales just continue to plummet year after year. Everyone's well, buying crossovers. Yeah, I mean, owning a sedan is almost like if you have other cars already, then you get a sedan, or you're like single. Yeah, maybe you have a sedan. Well, I think it's it's just been recently like the whole crossover thing just completely took over. Because before, it was like, all right, you got a van, you get a van or a minivan, whatever, or a sedan, and that that was really kind of or truck, right? Then SUVs came along, but they're all kind of bigger. And then now this uh, like small size SUV crossover size thing is really it's just more practical. Like if you got kids, you know, like uh, sedans just don't like trunk space. What do you can do with that? Not enough room in the trunk. Mm-hmm. You gotta bring the portable crib. Oh, if you're on a vacation, don't even don't even. The smaller the kid, the more shit you need for him. You got the pack and play. There uh, you go. The you gotta take the stroller. And it's like, if you're going on a big vacation, you don't want to take like a little umbrella stroller. You want to take like the big dog. You know what I mean? And then you got the the high chair. So it's like, by the time you go, you go pack and play high chair stroller. I mean, fuck, we're at like three feet tall by four feet long by now. Yeah. You know, and that's just that. It's like the size, that's the size of a chest. So you yeah. get an extra chest worth of stuff. Too much shit. Too much. Luckily, their clothes don't take up much room, though. So you gotta go. That's why you gotta get the uh, SUV. Or yeah, the, so, uh, so you gotta crossover. crossover. Or like I went wagon. Yeah, same difference. Just Wag. lower to the ground. A little lower to the ground. Yeah. So that's what's going on there. We're just getting El Camino. Oh, El Camino, so dope. I'm not an El Camino fan, honestly. Really? I actually think that they're like butt ugly. Here's the catch: an El Camino, they have to be fixed up. If someone Even like the fixed up ones don't look like they're fixed up. I like them. I like it just because it's so different and weird. It's like a it's like a Volkswagen thing. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. They maybe have these cars it. called the Volkswagen thing. They're like a they almost look like a dune buggy. Oh yeah, I think I've seen those. Yeah, you know, and they're kind of weird. And it's one of those it's one of those things where it's it's uh they're popular now more than ever because they're weird and they were only out for a short period of time type mm-hmm. thing right mm-hmm. um and so there's i think there's a lot of things that happen like that i feel like el camino is kind of in that category like it's it's weird and it obviously didn't work like they don't make them anymore haven't for a long time but hey they had those big muscle car engines in them and uh they're fixed up nice it's like oh yeah it's kind of fun yeah i mean they that's that's why i see if they it. didn't put those motors in them, they would have not sold any yeah because they were cheap that <laughs> that is correct yeah but uh yeah so i think they're fun yeah yeah i'm not a big el camino guy still not after that conversation yeah, well <laughs> still I'm, not convinced well that's that's uh well when all the convincing is 
uh, is saying, well, you know, they're they're good because it's something different. That's not really a strong argument. No, I I just look at them and I'm like, man, that's an ugly ass car. But I mean, there's a lot of is people a, out is buying it a car? other cars. It's not. I mean, is it a car? I guess it's a car. Yeah. I mean, what's the definition of a car? I guess because does everything classify as a car? Yes, like is a truck <coughs> technically a car also, or if it is a that's having a bed, what makes it a truck? And if having a bed makes it a truck, then an El Camino is a truck. Yeah. And then where does that or place? Or its own class? It's a car truck. Oh yeah, it's a truck. It's a truck. Or what? Or a, yeah, a tar. Now what about uh, the Avalanche then? Because they got those like little shitty kind of beds. Yeah. What do you classify that as? I guess I'd consider that an, an SUV. But then again, it does have like an it's, exposed, but it's covered. They all come covered. You're right, but you can remove the cover. Yeah, it slides open or whatever. Truck. It's like a, it's the El Camino of SUVs. Yeah, you can't like put anything in the bed of that, those things, though. You got to know. Hmm. Kind of a waste, huh? Well, it's good for like just hauling a bunch of like practical stuff like luggage and stuff like that but but still not it's basically like they took a tahoe and said what and if we cut have only the trunk space and just cut the but it, but it is limited because like what do you do put something like short and super tall in there what do you do put a fucking house clock in there like <laughs> like what else are you gonna like why do you need that open roof space yeah you can't put like a piece of lumber back there you can't put uh pvc piping back there you, it's like it's just like there's no point of it at all it's actually less practical because now the things that i want protected that will only fit in here are now exposed yeah it's, it's just stupid that's why they didn't sell ever since it house clock <laughs> i've been stuck on house clock now it makes me want one like makes me want like a big uh like a cuckoo clock like a it's big something you see one. like a grandparent's house yeah like something my, my grandmother has one yeah. now i want to get one like with the chimes hanging down you know, just like every once in a while, you like I'm beating the beast, you know, like once or once or so an hour, you'll hear it make some noise. <laughs> My parents have. I don't know if they still do. They for a long time when I was a kid, we always had a cuckoo clock. It really? wasn't a full all the way to the ground one. It was one that you just hung up on the wall, you know, but it's like a little bird box. Pop out and cuckoo. Uh huh. Oh, was yeah. Twelve uh-huh. or whatever. Uh huh. Top of the hour. Yeah, I think every hour would just maybe give like a cuckoo. But then at like noon, it had the whole the whole fucking song and dance. Oh, that's too much. Then they like spun, like the birds come. It was great. It's kind of fun. Yeah, the first time. Yeah, first four or five times. Let me. Oh man, speaking of things, the first four or five years. First four or five times. The one thing we had that I fucking hated. I used to hide it. My mom would get pissed, right? Take the batteries out. It was this uh, Santa head that we hung on the door, but it the light made it go off, and so like if you walk by the doorway then you know like light would pass across it whatever like and a motion sensor ho 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 merry christmas and then it would play a christmas song i don't remember which one off the top of my head right now and so uh i used to, it was like the end of this long hallway like in our house we had kind of a longer hallway to the front door and that's where and so you'd walk by that it got to the point where i would crawl like i'm like i'm not fucking doing it again and so if i had to cross in front of that hallway i would like crawl across so that i wouldn't cast a shadow on this thing you wouldn't and just like just turn it off all the time. My mom would get pissed. Oh really? I would like I would turn it around. Yeah. I turn it around, and so then his face and the light sensor was facing towards the door, and she's like, "Who turns this thing around again?" And I was like, "I don't is know." Like a, is it a light sensor or is it a motion sensor? 
same thing. It's a, it's a, it's a light sensor. It's a motion sensor, but at that time it worked off light, right? Like if a shadow crossed, crossed it, that's how it would detect motion. Hmm. I think back, you know, 25 years ago, I don't know if the, the, it wasn't like a camera in there. I think it was just like a light sensor and that's how it detect motion. The, with the light change. Right. Change a light of, change. Change of light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember those basses that people would put on their walls? Oh, the singing bass. Yeah, that was a big thing, like 2000s, early the huge, 2000s. That's the best part of when we watch The Sopranos is in one of the episodes that, or in a couple times, one. a handful of times, the bass the bass makes the appearance. And every time it happened, I was cracking up. I was like, dude, that dude took over the world. The singing bass was the biggest thing out there. Like it was the ultimate novelty gift, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? It's it's well, like, why? why? Well, it's like the El Camino. It's coming around again. Now I want to start buying the singing bass for people. I don't think the El Camino is coming back by any stretch. No, no. I just mean <laughs> you don't like it. What I mean is uh, how the I like the El Camino now because it's like a novelty oh. thing. Oh, got it. So that's why I feel well, like it's nostalgic. Right. And so the singing bass kind of the same thing. Like I want to get one for my cousin who likes fish. And he knows that they used to be a thing. Well, I'm sure you can, 20 years I'm ago. Sure you can find one on eBay for $20, probably 1990 singing bass. There was like then there were so many, right? There was like the original. There's the original. Then, one then it got green. completely out of hand. And then everyone went ape shit with it. I mean, they had them everywhere. They had them at grocery everywhere. stores. It was impulse buy. Yeah, it was grocery stores. They Dante, had you remember the singing bass? <laughs> yeah. Like everybody kind of had, had one. Everybody's kind of had one. It's one of those things. It's like an elf. It's like the elf on the shelf. Like you just like buy it at the store and you're at Target every year. Can you check see if they have them on Amazon or where where I could get one and what the price would be. I'm gonna guess twenty bucks. I'm sure someone's still making them today, full production, still going on. We should make them. Yeah, make caffeine and kilos singing bass. Just to, yeah, there's probably some funny YouTube people with people destroying them on YouTube. I'm sure. Oh, I bet. Like, what's that? Forty dollars on Amazon. Wow. That seems a little steep. It's probably that might be Amazon because like a third party, like a third party them selling them. Yeah, sounds high. Billy Bass. That's the one, yeah. Uh, I wonder uh, I wonder if you just find a factory in China that makes them. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure you could find them like eBay. eBay? Just get Check one that out. someone's... Get like a real old one. Oh, that's, that's what you really want. 12 bucks. You can get them made yourself on Alibaba for 10. In bulk for $12. What's the minimum order? Yeah, how many you got to buy? What's... 5,000. No. 144. 500. So check it out. 600 bucks. And you're walking away with the $12 singing bass. Dude, yep. check it out. You just double. Then you pop them up on Amazon, your own seller account for 20. Well, landed, they'll probably be like 16, 17 because shipping, right? So then you pop them on there for 30, undercut everybody by 10 bucks. There's a side hustle. Anyone who wants to make a little cash on the side, you got to enter the the Billy Bass singing fish market. That's the <laughs> that's the key. Yeah. That's how you're gonna, you know. Yeah, I'm sure you make your money back in probably <laughs> 65 years. <laughs> After yeah. all the joke gift people have bought it, that remember it I'll, one day. I'll probably buy 10. Yeah. Over the next couple of years, I guarantee you won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, not 10. Maybe one, but probably not 10. Now they're talking about it. I might buy one for somebody next time. It's somebody I should have. It would have been perfect. This last month, my cousin Steve's birthday, and he loves fishing. He's a bass fisherman. 
would have been great to bring that back. Oh man, I really what if it didn't land and I he just didn't, and didn't get it and he thought it was like new and was like, oh, thanks. Oh no, I actually remember, uh, I remember being like 10 years old and at a family Christmas or family birthday party. Like and some, he's, and he's got a kick out of it. He's someone, like, oh, this is great. Yeah, well, so one was gifted to somebody in my family at some point. I remember like this one was like vivid. I remember being at my grandmother's house and I remember Steve was there and I remember that the singing bass came out. He might have had one at his house, actually. At their house, it was good. Those things. Yeah. Well, the way it just operated was funny. What song did it sing? Ah, uh, what song it did sang it sing? It a famous song. Dante knows. He had one at his house. Uh, it sang a pop popular song. Yeah. Maybe sure. maybe it sang like a handful of songs. No, there's, well, there's one main one. Because I remember when Sopranos started singing, and I was like, oh, shit. Where do they have it in the Sopranos? Take Me to the River by Al Green. Take me to the no two songs. I knew it did more than one. And don't worry, be don't worry, be happy. Take yeah, me to the right. and then it comes <laughs> off the plaque. Yeah, it turns, <laughs> turns back. Well, now I really want one. I'm gonna put one up in my office. Just hang one up on the hang wall. Hang one up. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Wonder what like a like a taxidermist because like that's kind of a taxidermy looking yeah. thing. Like I wonder like how lucrative that business still is like being a taxidermist well it depends part I mean, it depends on where you live yeah i mean up in alaska you're still crushing it making a killing or depends you know i don't know hmm. interesting yeah so uh, people that get like their dogs like taxidermy have their dogs uh, around yeah um it's on that yeah. show scrubs i remember that yeah people do that i was just watching something the other day Oh, it was that that Netflix movie, the black and white one that was in Spanish. The movie I, I read. Um, That's right. Uh, shit, what's it called? The movie I read. Uh, anyway, it's the popular one on Netflix. So anyway, they're in they're down in Mexico, and at one point they go to like a relative's house, and it's like these people have like money, like Mexico money type thing, like they're wealthy for the area. Anyway, in the house, they like went to one room, like this is a room to stay in, and there were uh, on the wall there's like five dogs, but it was just the heads like a head mount like you shot a deer like not you know and they had like a head mount deer or whatever but it was of the five dogs and it like it was like a little uh like shrine to it almost like an ode to it i should say so it said like yeah the dogs that have lived in this household and then it had their head like their taxidermied head on a plaque and their name underneath it and i thought i'm like man that's weird and i was like well is it real like it's weird because it's weird to me because weird to me because that's not my that's not a cultural thing or not something i do or it's not like a thing that anybody i know does but i also like i kind of get it like it's not this like some people bury their pets in their backyard and have like little like pet cemetery type thing like i know that that's like not exactly the great, same thing first off great movies pet cemetery movies pet cemetery. those are scary yeah, yeah. but anyway yeah tax dermied heads of your of your pets like i get it it doesn't the more i thought about it the less weird i thought it was like it's uh yeah it's kind of weird taxidermy itself is weird though oh, having dead. any kind of like just dead animal carcass or head nah. on display yeah the whole thing's just kind of strange yeah but like whatever if that's what you like doing if you want to like trophy of your hunt right but the whole thing of it's just kind of strange that people do it but then again like that's just the thing that's been done for hundreds and hundreds of years yeah and then i always want to go and look at the wall look at the room behind it see if the rest of it's back there or just yeah does someone should just decorate their whole house with like it looked like it busted through like the stuccos <laughs> all ripped back 
<laughs> or just go the other way with it is just do everything but the head, but ass out. It's so, it's like so, do a, do a backward like a backwards taxidermy. I feel like people that have like a bunch of taxidermied like heads that they've killed are just super like insecure people. Like, oh, look how powerful I am! Look at all these things that I've that I've shot and killed. Uh, look I don't at know. look at me. I disagree because you know here's the thing. But it's funny but in the movies they always like the people that's that have always played in movies the way often. it's played. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of true. Well, I the reason I get it though because here's the deal though is. Uh, well, it depends on how what exactly you're hunting and where and all that. But like, in general, it's a lot fucking harder than people think. Like, it's like, oh, let's go hunting. You go out there and shoot an animal. It's like, well, oh, no, I wasn't not... questioning the skill. Oh no, but I'm saying I think that's why people part of the thing. One, you're right. It's like age old tradition. Like people have been doing it a long time. But I think that's part of it is like, especially say you're like a bow hunter and you're like out whatever you know and you end up getting this massive elk or whatever with a bow and arrow. Like that shit is hard, you oh, know. Yeah. And you're probably like, man, like I'm really proud of doing this. I'm gonna put it up there and show everybody. Yeah, but again, I would go the opposite way. I'd have just the body. Yeah, no head. Yeah, the, the head. headless body. Yeah, like the head would be against the wall. Yeah, like it's the ass and like uh like it's the ass end of the taxidermy. Every time I think of just like uh, all the fucking like taxidermists, I just think of that Weasley guy from the Ace Ventura movie. Yeah, the second one mm-hmm. when nature calls. Just that Weasley guy mm-hmm. that would have all these taxidermy like things, <laughs> like just a total like just sucker creepy business dude that's doing some illegal shit i guess uh the thing is with the head is they probably you eat most of it like if you eat the most of the meat from it and everything you know yeah. like the head's just what's left kind of too well like, it has what that's also kind of part of the thing no yeah, well, the head's what's left and the, whatever if you use the rest of the hide for yeah. a blanket or a rug or something yeah yeah the and head's like it. it's usually probably just gets just thrown out Right. Or some people just keep, like, for, like, an elk or deer, like, just yeah. the antlers themselves. But... Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. I don't know. Formaldehyde. You're talking about those taxidermists. Do you, uh, when you were in school, you remember, like, did you dissect anything? Those totally caked in formaldehyde, like frogs or something? No, I, I never remember, did like, any dissecting. Oh, high school, we did, like, frogs. I remember dissecting yeah. frogs. And then uh, in college, in physiology or anatomy, one of them, I think anatomy, whatever, in the lab, we dissected cats. Hmm. And I remember you get like, all right, go get like you and your partner, like go get your cat. And so you went up there, and it was like they're in these plastic bags, and it was there. They reeked of formaldehyde, like it was just like soaked in formaldehyde. And uh, yeah, you dissected these cats. Interesting. Yeah, I'd just be like, open. nah, nah, man, not gonna do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, well, then you fail. <laughs> that's fine. Next class. <laughs> new, and you're new done, direction. And you're done in school. And, and that's why I also different major. Good, good reason I didn't go. Yeah, so I'm trying to dissect any fucking cats. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, you can show me anatomy in a book, please, but like, I don't need to fucking dissect a cat. Yeah, well, I'm not a fucking vet. <laughs> well, it's same same muscles though. Yeah, tell me the muscles. That's the point. The, show me the muscles in a book from yeah. someone else that already dissected it for me. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, I was actually uh, I it's actually like, it's like algebra two. I actually really enjoyed it. I found it very educational. Reach their own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I thought, man, better in this than like uh, like a person. Yeah. That's true, too. Because a lot of times they have cadavers. But it's not like you're not to have a cadaver for every two people. Whereas the cats, they can be like, oh, yeah, we got these cats for every two people. So that's the, the difference, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, and squid. You can do like a squid in like fourth grade. Yeah. See, see, see animals doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm, we, not, I'm not trying to dissect a fucking house animal. That's just not in my 
uh, lane of interests. Well, no, not like not like uh, everyone's excited. Not like I don't think anyone class like. Fuck oh, yeah, no, no. fuck these cats. No, and I and I'm not saying they were. I think it was more like, like, oh, this just wouldn't want to do that. No, no personally, no. I would just be like, I'm good. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> and that was that was that was Dean's last day uh, as any well, I mean, any major associated with anatomy. Yeah, that's yeah. just. Yeah. I mean, like I when I was in like high school uh, in those classes, like we never we never dissected anything. You said you did in high school. Yeah, we did. I never did. We did frogs. I remember doing frogs. We never did. Huh. Yeah. Maybe Elk Grove is just a little more uh, uh, PC on that. I, I don't know. know if that, I don't know. Is that a PC thing? Probably. Maybe now it is. I mean, I fuck, 2019, I guarantee you they're not fucking dissecting cats. Oh, I guarantee you they are. Not in, in high school. No, in colleges. Oh, the cows may- in college. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I'm sure they are. You pigs. Oh, you did pigs? Yeah. There you go. Dissected pigs. Pigs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Not not house pigs though. Not, not house pigs. Not pot belly. Yeah. Little 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 baby pigs. <laughs> hey, we should uh we should give some advice to people. I want to give my my workout advice, my partner workout advice. Oh yeah. The spin cycle. The one that I still question that <laughs> does does any kind of saving of energy. Oh, it absolutely helps. Yeah, try it. <laughs> so here you go. Here's your advice. If you're doing a CrossFit workout, uh, it's a partner workout. There's two of you. And it's formatted, so it doesn't work if it's like a you got a hundred reps and you just break them up anyhow, right? Because then if they have if they're more tired, then you just go anyway. But say there's a workout where it's like a you go I go for rounds, right? Or it's split up like they do ten, then you do ten, or whatever. Or so like the other day at the gym, the workout was DT, and so if you're not familiar, it's twelve deadlifts, nine hang cleans, and then six push jerks. And so normally that workouts is five rounds for time, but this was with a partner. And so it was 10 rounds combined. You do a round, they do a round, you do a round, they do a round until you've each done your five rounds, right? You've accumulated 10 total. So with that type of thing, like you're not going until he finishes his 27 reps, his whole round. So what you do is you got to think that you're in better shape. That's the key. If the other person is in better shape or the same shape as you, uh, then this doesn't work. You just end up, it it reverses. It's actually worse for you. Mm -hmm. But what you do is, is you spin cycle them, you wing ding them. So So only the spin cycle only works on weaker people than you. Yeah. You take advantage of them. Okay. Right. But they get a great workout. So you're actually helping them out. That's the catalyst though. That's the catalyst. Right. If, or they have to, yeah, they got, they can't know what's going on. You gotta, you gotta be in a little bit better shape than them. So what you do is, when it's your turn, you, for the first two rounds only, right, you front load your workout. So the first two rounds, you just go balls out, fast as you can, hard as you can. Now, the reason for that is then what that does, that puts them on short rest. So, like, you let them go the first round. So if it's like the, so you, they have to go the first round. That's the best way. Otherwise, it takes you an extra round to catch up. So after they go once, or if say they go first, then you go next, you wouldn't do it that round, but then you would your second time. So the weaker person, the weaker person, you let them go, go first. first. You let them go first. Or if they go second, that's fine. You just don't start this routine until the second round. Okay. Because you got it. You got to catch them between their sets. Yeah, they got to be tired. They got to right? be a little winded. They got to have their heart rate. They got to be tired before they know what's coming. Right, and the right. wing ding them. Yeah. So you go when you do your round. You go all out, balls to the wall, full send it. Right, fast you can possibly go. 
Now, that may sound like, man, you're going to burn out. And well, you would, except that it later allows you to lay off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you go full out early, which then puts them on short rest. So say they're doing like, like the DT, for example, if you bust out like a 40-second round, well, they just did one round of it. They only got 40 seconds rest. Now they're, now they're up again, right? So what happens is they're not quite ready to go. They're a little tired now. So their round, instead of taking the minute it took them the first time, now they're tired. This one's going to take them like minute 20. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting on a minute 20 rest, and they got 40 seconds rest. Mm-hmm. So you're in like 50% more rest than them. Mm-hmm. Then you double down on it for a second go. Once again, you crank out another 40-second round. Now they got to go again, and they're just beat to shit because they're getting hardly any rest, and the rounds are taking longer. And then you can let off a little bit and just enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah, that makes that all sounds good. You spin cycle them. You spin cycle, but I still feel like you would be super tired from going balls to the walls still. Oh, you are the first two rounds, but then after that, you so, can. But, but what's better then, though? What's better? A minute, a minute 50 or a minute 20 seconds of rest after going balls to the wall? Right. Or regular 40-second well, rest after see, just moderately going through the workout. Oh, so you'd be like a minute. Well, so that's a good question. But the thing is that it's uh, it um, compounds. It's compounding rest. Because as the workout goes on, they get more and more tired because they're keeping that. They're only getting that short rest interval for the first couple of rounds, and they're taking longer to the workout. So you're getting a longer rest. And then with that longer rest, you could go a little bit faster. So even if you don't go all out, you can go like 90, 95%. And then they're still turn around instead of 40 seconds rest, they're turning around on 50 seconds. They're still gassed. And so they take even longer to do the workout. So their rounds progressively get longer and longer and longer. So first you might get a minute 20 rest. Then after that, you might get like a minute 40 rest. Next thing you know, you're sitting there two minutes. And then by the time you hit the two minute mark, you're not going fast anymore. Well, by the time, yeah, but or by the time it's two minute mark, you go as fast as you, you want to because you just sat there for you just had a two minute break. So you've actually have more energy to go a little faster now. Two minute rest is pretty solid. Two minute rest is pretty, especially if the work interval is like less than a minute. Yeah. No, you're, you're sitting, gonna, you're sitting pretty. You should be able to go hard for a minute if you've had two minutes rest. Oh, yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. So that's how that's a spin cycle. <clears throat> so now don't feel bad about doing this to people either because really what you're doing is you're actually facilitating a better workout for them. That's true. You're forcing them to work harder. You're forcing them to work harder. You're helping them out. Unless they just totally just give up and just go super slow. And then your workout gets pulled back too, because you're just resting and too much. Well, I see again, one of the benefits, if you just, <laughs> but if you just go hard on your turn, yeah, because you still have, or you're stronger than that person. You can, right. And you can push fast still. Right. And, but like, you. but not a hundred percent, you go like, you go like 90, 95% and you've, and you've got all this rest beat and you've got extended rest between your goes. If the goal is more rest, this is the spin, the spin if cycles. The, if for the you. goal is more rest between your rounds and, uh, and help not the other person, make sure to get him a great workout, help out, uh, you know, David at the gym. Yeah. I mean, he, they may not appreciate it in the moment or, 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 or ever know what's going on or ever. They may not appreciate it ever. But uh, you know that you did him a solid. You just got to be an unsung hero and just not ever mention it to him. No, and, you, and just, you just no. walk away and you just take take it with you. Yeah. Well, it's, I'll tell you what you do that night is you go to bed nice real quick. 
you know, just knowing the service you're providing. You just give yourself a big smile as you look at the ceiling before you close your eyes. <sighs> yeah. It's just, it's, just, it's just what I do. I'm a man of the people. Man of the people. <laughs> uh-huh. That's funny. So there you go. So keep that in mind. Yeah, give them the spin cycle. Spin, yeah. spin cycle. Spin cycle. Spin sickle, I think I almost said. Mm. But that's a whole different thing. Yeah, it's a taper. It's a t- tapers. <laughs> Taper. <laughs> so there you go. There's your advice for the week. Yeah. Some good training advice. I actually started to switch up my training. That's right. I'm doing a uh what's it called? What's that? Uh mm, power athlete. Power athlete. The the old the old fuck program. The old old yeah, man. The old man program. The the lean and able program. Lean and able. Fuck the other night, the other day I had like three hundred and fifteen push ups in like a matter of like thirty minutes. That's with other things involved too, like with lat rows and shit. It was a lot. I don't think I could do three hundred push ups and dude, yeah, it was tough. Minutes. It was tough. It was hard as fuck. But I was already it's not I had an advantage though because I've already been doing a shitload of uh push ups from my um the list I'm still chipping at here and oh, there. Yeah. So I'm still I was like prepped for this. Right. Because like there's so many push ups in that. Like, push ups right in your wheelhouse right now. They they totally are, honestly. Like I could do my my first unbroken set I did was like like almost fifty reps, but like full like they were called true push ups. You yeah. had to stand on uh put your feet on a forty five pound plate and then your uh-huh. hands on two forty five pound plates, like the thick oh. rubber ones. Yeah. So you're going like almost below parallel even. Deficit push ups. And I did like forty five of those or something with unbroken. Touch chest without... around? Yeah, you touch you touch. Oh, down. so it is deficit push ups. Yeah, it's deficit basically deficit push up. I got like forty five. Um, without stopping like that's not like there isn't like you can't just like stop at the top and wait and try and do another one you gotta go like uh, moving like a pace yeah there's no there's no none of that but actually i needed i didn't want to do like a program i guess per se like i wanted more freedom i thought (laughs) until you have it and then you start making choices like based off of things you like doing it's, Which it's is never a, ideal. It's a structured thing. It's a uh, what was that Jocko Willick, uh, right? Discipline equals freedom. Yeah, as it says, right? Like it's true. It's actually true a lot of times. Structure, structure actually is allows you freedom. It's yeah. like discipline allows you freedom. Yeah. So and today I got back squats, which will be nice. Will Something be I haven't nice. done in a long time. Yeah. I actually have not done a back squat like a real back squat uh, of any kind in since I think almost November of last year. Oh man. Maybe longer. No, about November of last year. I haven't done a real back squat. Hmm. So, like. Yeah, that's going to be rough. That's going to be rough. I'm probably going to do, like, 120. Probably, like. For, like, five. It's, like, I have to do a heavy set of seven. And then. Oh. And then. That's a lot of reps. Well, yeah. And then after that, uh, I think, use that same weight to do four sets of five. Oh, man. Yeah. Which, it's a. It's, like, a. You know, it's a cardio style yeah uh, program muscle endurance muscle endurance program for sure um like fucking 100 curls like was the other like was supposed to be yesterday i didn't do it yesterday because i went skating instead but jack i'm gonna do it on sunday but it was like a uh yeah it was like one of the things was like 100 basically 50 curls per arm so i guess that's uh 50 curls i guess technically but um one round of that but mixed with like other things like then there was 50 like basically tricep extensions there's a lot of like moderate you know weight is? high rep stuff it's uh what they call it? Power, power builder it's like a power, power building. building program yeah it is but i think uh 
yeah, I guess it is. But a little bit more, not super bodybuilder stuff. But there is. It's, it's like they're hammer curls. You know? I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. It, I actually just like it. It's just, it's, it's, it's designed to get done in like 50 minutes. I like that. Which is ideal for me. Like, yeah. that's why I even necessarily stepped away from like competing and training like weightlifting because I just, you know, the time situation, like, honestly, I got sick of getting home super late at night and that's the only time I had time to train. Yeah. Um, plus, I'm just like, it's over it. But, um, yeah, so this is good. I'm in, the, I get there. I do the warm up that's programmed. I do, I take, I take all the, do all the little steps all the way down to the cool down at the end. And it's, I'm out of there in an hour. It's great. So it's like, a, it's like a mini CrossFit class. It's like, honestly, it's like, it would be like going into a gym and doing their strength, condi- like a strength conditioning gym. Yeah. Like a general fitness strength conditioning gym. And, uh, and yeah, and doing their program like that. It's something you'd see going on. It's not CrossFit, but it does do some metabolic conditioning. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. I actually really like it. It sounds great. It's like, it's like exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. Where it's changes it up enough to where like, I'm not going to get bored. You found on train heroic. It's on train heroic. Well, I found it. Fuck. Where did I find it? But it's by power. No, no, no. I saw someone on Instagram doing one of their other programs and I'm like, Oh, I wonder what those guys are doing Wonder these Rose days. Power like got up. exactly. Cause I was like, I haven't heard of this one. I remember they were doing other stuff with like CrossFit football. Weren't they? They were point? out there. John Wellborn, John Wellborn and yeah. the power athlete guys. They were out at Cal strength and I was out there a couple weeks ago. Oh really? Yeah. So, I mean, they've been around since I re- could ever remember, mm-hmm. you know, they've been time. one of the OGs of the, the programming, mm-hmm. uh, game. So like, yeah, you know, I'm sure they have a lot of, uh, yeah, I'm sure they have a lot of uh, experience. Right. And that's where I'm going to probably put my money, right? Yeah. Most of the time. Always. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I signed up uh, the monthly program for that. And we'll see how it goes. And maybe if there's another one I like, if I want to switch it up, I'll see what other ones they got. But um, they had a lot of different ones. Like, I think they had a ha- good handful of different types of programs. That's great. And it's uh, I think they uploaded it a week at a time uh, as far as, like, the week's program that's seven days at a time so you can kind of look ahead or they say on there to pick and choose between three to you know three to five to do but like i if i can i'll try and do all six yeah if you have time if i got the time or if i want to do something else like you know active i'll just not do that days or pick a day where some of it because a lot of half of them can be almost done at home sometimes Hmm. not half but like a few a week you can probably do at home a lot of core work so some a lot of the core ones you can do at home probably, um, there'll be full workout. That's metabolic conditioning, pretty much. That's like core metabolic conditioning. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's it's cool. No, it Anyways, great. well, it's good. There's a little something. ad for those guys. Yeah, there you go. Power <laughs> athlete, check them out. Uh, well, this uh, this was coming out next Monday, so this week is going to we're gonna be releasing those hats camo oh camo and orange camo orange so this is well actually we're we're saying something before they came out that's right so on thursday thursday we're going to release their they're kind of like the beach bum trucker hats it's the same hat same hat but it has camo yeah camo print hat and the uh orange orange patch on front hunter orange yeah all that all that hunting talk earlier yeah it looks good it's a good look camo and orange goes you want to wear it while you acquire that head for the wall or while you get that mount or while you acquire the uh, Billy Bass singing. Yeah. Take me to the river. What was the other one? Take me to the river and what? Don't worry. Don't be worry. Happy. Be happy. There it is. 
I can see that thing right now in my oh, head. Yeah. Like, don't worry, then and turn into you. Be happy. Yep, there it is. Oh, what a mess. Oh, there we go. I think that's another episode of uh, Gas Stage Cappuccino in the books. Episode 60? Yeah, 60. There you it's go. fucking 60 of these things. 60. Wow. All right. Seems like a lot. It does. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.